I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we're the unusual duo. Grab your adult cold snacks, because we're diving down this rabbit hole. And welcome to episode one. It is World UFO Day. World UFO Day. And okay. guess what episode one's about? UFOs. UFOs. Didn't plan that, but... <laughs> you know, it works out. It was it was meant to be. It, it was, was. It was it, good timing and everything set up properly. It was meant to be. Here we go. <laughs> the U.S. government has finally agreed and released surveillance footage saying that there are now UFOs. This surveillance footage also looks like it's from 1983. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, million dollar uh, defense budget, but still can't afford halfway decent video footage on surveillance. <laughs> there are retail stores that have better surveillance cameras than the U.S. government. These videos are super grainy. You can't even tell what they're looking at. And the footage they released, it is over the ocean, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Well, and then, you know, it's a lot of it, some of it is in more like your thermal, you know. Thermal cameras. Cameras or, you know, more of a night vision. Infrared. Infrared type thing. So, I mean, that could be a big part of it, too. Maybe they're just not able to get a high enough quality video from an infrared video camera. Well, you would think with technology advances, the infrared cameras would be better also. If you're able to unlock your phone and, you know, get into everything with just your face and your pocket, I think we should be able to put that on airplanes. But that's just me thinking I don't know nothing. Right. <laughs> We are not aerial experts. No, we are not. We're just watching the UFO footage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, did you know the first recorded UFO sighting dates all the way back to ancient Egypt? Ancient Egypt and UFOs. This is going to be interesting. Ancient Egypt. So, like pharaohs and stuff, pharaohs, you know, Egyptians doing their little head bob thing, yeah, <laughs> head bob, you know, the little, the little dance everybody did when they were like three. Wasn't that the Bengals that sang dance, dance like an Egyptian? Who knows? I think it was. Um, <laughs> so there was an ancient papyrus. That was dated from 1480 BC. So, like, this is a really old, ancient, you know, Egyptian notebook of importance. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> it, was, it was what they recorded their history on. It's an iPad. It's for old. A paper. Ancient. It's a paper. It's paper? It's no. It's a notebook. Papyrus is, is like paper. I thought it was on stone. No. No, so they actually used paper? Yeah. They were able to make paper in ancient Egypt. I didn't know. <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay, well. <laughs> How they got the, the Bible. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, 
this translation though is is up for debate on whether or not it's real or fake there it was translated with gaps because obviously it's from ancient egypt it's been damaged over the years by the time it was finally translated it was translated in the 1930s by a guy named Tully so it's now called the Tully Papyrus because he's the first one that Deciphered translated it. the ancient text ancient text the papyrus states in the year 22 in the third month of winter in the sixth hour of the day so it was in the evening the scribes of the house of life noticed a circle of fire that was coming from the sky from its mouth it emitted a foul breath i guess that means that it didn't smell very good could have been fire you didn't, I, don't it, I mean, it could it had no head and its body was one rod long and one rod wide so a rod is a unit of measurement. It's about 150 feet. So it's, it's really big. It's big. So it's, it's a really big fireball that came down and farted on some priests. <laughs> With, yeah, foul breath. Foul breath. It, From, that's just a fart. <laughs> or, I mean, burps can be foul. I guess. Who knows? I don't know. So the scribes became really confused and they threw themselves down on their bellies. Then they went and reported the thing to the Pharaoh. So his majesty ordered, and there's gaps, there's even gaps in the written translation that we can see today. Um, the Pharaoh was meditating on what had happened that it was recorded in the scrolls. Now, after some days had passed, these things became more and more numerous in the sky. So they came back with friends. Hey, <laughs> giant fire friends. We're going to go <laughs> fart on some people. Let's, come on, let's go look. Their splendor exceeded that of the sun and extended to the limits of the four angles of the sky. There were so many of these that it lit up the sky brighter than the sun. That's bright. Yeah. High and wide in the sky was the position from which these fire circles came and went. The army of the Pharaoh looked on with him in their midst. It was after supper. Then these fire circles ascended higher into the sky and they headed toward the south. So if they're getting higher, then obviously I guess it wasn't a meteor. Yeah, because my first was, thought reading the translation was, oh, they had a meteor shower yeah. and got confused. But if they're going up instead of down. Yeah, it's. it's unless I mean, they had volcanoes in ancient Egypt, we don't know about. I don't. I don't yeah, I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure we would have known if they had, you know, volcanoes back then or not like, you know, in ancient Egypt. And then it also says that fish and birds then fell from the sky a marvel never before known since the foundation of their land so maybe you know birds just were carrying lots of fish at the time and kind of 
So he had a mass flock of fish. A mass <laughs> mass birds <laughs> carrying fish, and they just, you know, fell. Who knows? Fish fell from the sky. I'm telling you, man. Birds. Gotta watch out. They work for the bourgeoisie, didn't you know? <laughs> so the pharaoh caused the incense to be brought to make peace with the earth. So he was trying to get some good juju back in the ancient Egypt lands. So like, yo, we're not doing so hot right now. Let me go burn some sage. See if that helps. And he ordered what happened to be written down in the annuals of the House of Life so that it would be remembered for all time. So, like, the annuals is super important during ancient times because it was, like, you know, major historical events, right? Yeah, anything of report or importance. So, eventually, questioning the authenticity of the papyrus... There was dog. So a cable was sent to the Egyptian section of the Vatican Museum seeking more information about the papyrus. The inspector to the Egyptian Vatican sent a reply stating that the papyrus was not property of the Vatican Museum. It is dispersed and no more traceable. So they lost track of it. Now, is is this a cover-up from the Vatican? Because they don't want to share they secrets. don't want to admit that there were UFOs. Pope Francis. Man, that's suspicious. <laughs> You're hiding stuff from us, Pope. It doesn't say anything about the Pope. It's the, well, the Vatican. It's the houses. That the Egyptian Vatican Museum. Also, why is the Egyptian Museum in the Vatican? Like, who, who came up with that? Control. It, they just control the museum. They control the world. The Vatican is the Illuminati, and they control everything. <laughs> Pope Francis is a lizard person. And he controls the world from the Denver airport. Wow. Have you heard that conspiracy theory? No, I have not. So the apparently the Denver airport. So construction on this thing took way longer than it should have. And they went over budget by millions of dollars. And, you know, they were like, you know, people started getting suspicious and stuff because, you know, they're going months over time of over, you know, all this stuff where, you know, it should have been done months ago and budget was just forgotten about. So people are saying that the Illuminati and whatever crazy secret organization, you know, the world's leaders are running the world basically kind of like out of the Denver airport because it's massive world out of the denver airport well also the denver airport was supposed to have a multi-million dollar underground um baggage delivery thing so conveyor belts and stuff like that for all the you know the luggage going in and out of the airport 
but it doesn't work. So is that actually what's under the Denver airport? Mm. Or is it a safe housing for, you know, the Illuminati electives, <laughs> like top tier world leaders that can just go chill and control the world with like little switches? Out of Denver. Denver. <laughs> Interesting. The world isn't ran in Washington, D.C. It's in Denver. It's Colorado. in Denver. Their safe place. Now, sorry, off topic. side tangent. It's what we're here for. It's what we're good at. Um, the director of the Egyptian section of the Vatican Museum, Dr. Noli, said that Professor Tully had left all of his belongings to a brother of his who was a priest in the Lateran Palace. Presumably, the famous papyrus went to this priest, his brother. Unfortunately, the priest died also in the meantime, and his belongings were dispersed among heirs who may have disposed of the papyrus as something of little value. So, the first UFO sighting is on an ancient Egypt piece of paper. No, they the, were talking about the translation. No, yeah, the translation. Lost. Okay, so, well, this translation is, you know, Tully, the guy who translated it, right? That's his name, right? Tully? Yes. Okay, Tully. Dude passes away. And then they're like, well, who do we give this piece of paper to? Not the church, obviously. We're going to give it to his brother. Who was part of the church. Who was part of the church, but still, you know. Maybe, it, they, maybe they were in cahoots. It's cover-ups, man. It Vatican, is. Pope Francis, they're all connected. Obviously, the Pope and Francis, Pope Francis and Vatican are connected, but like, there's some shady stuff going on. So they give this piece of paper to his brother. He conveniently dies, and <laughs> I don't know that people can. Well, yeah, okay. People can conveniently die. Conveniently right. so he die. Can conveniently dies right after coming to receive this piece of paper from his brother who had passed away, and it's given to his children. Supposedly, it's mm -hmm. or heirs or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's dispersed amongst his family. Who was doing the dispersing of this? Was it the church, the government? Either way, you know, the Vatican's trying to cover this up, man. Well, the papyrus, the original text is lost. And it was in the possession of Tully. Um He's noted at best to be an amateur Egyptologist. So, and one of the translators was Prince de Rachelwitz, remains the only authority upon whose word alone we must trust as an accurate report of its contents. So the authenticity of the Tully papyrus is being dismissed due to a lack of evidence that it ever even existed. So, so was it a wild family story or? I mean, what? This was back in the 30s, right? You know, like 1930s, the 40s. The claim originated in 1953 as... This has been ongoing for for, for time. decades. So I mean, this totally could be some like wild story that a fifth, you know, family was like, "Yo, give us money. We we're doing this thing. 
don't know with ancient is. Egypt UFOs. Like, <laughs> who knows? You know, this is just it's a conspiracy theory. I don't trust the Vatican. So you think he was he the plan was to get paid and then it was confiscated and covered up and he was an Egyptologist. So amateur Egyptologist <clears throat> at best. Just debatable. Say, it's sketchy. Okay, this whole thing is sketchy. Well, the nineteen fifties were kind of sketchy. <laughs> it was the communist. They were doing it. Do you think it actually existed and it was just a cover up? I mean, it's a hundred percent plausible. Because again, there have been they're in cahoots with the Illuminati. Stranger things reported in ancient Egypt. <laughs> Than fire circles in the sky. I mean, yeah. How much of what were these ancient Egyptians doing back in the day? You know, just popping, popping drugs and and going on trips. Like what? What kind of crazy crap are they seeing? I don't. Maybe. I, who knows? Who maybe knows? they're enjoying. What was many, in the water? What was in the water? What was maybe in the water? Maybe it's too many adult cold snacks. <laughs> too many adult cold snacks. I, do you it. never know. Okay, like. You know, you get carried away, you're having fun, and you're three six packs in. <laughs> do you do you believe in UFOs? I believe in yeah, UFOs. I, I believe the, the possibility of UFOs. The possibility of UFO. Um, have you ever seen a UFO? I have never seen a UFO, no. I just who like you know what I mean? Like do you, I don't know what I would be looking for if I saw a UFO. Like, I've never seen anything I can't explain in the sky. You know what okay. I mean? I have never seen a UFO. I know people who claim that they have seen UFOs. And these However, are loose claims, by the way. It was late at night after some cold snacks. Yeah. So, you know, they might be, who knows, right? Unreliable. 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 And, you know, I don't know. I definitely, I don't know, like, I highly doubt, like, our, you know, idea of aliens. I don't think if there are aliens that they would be, like, tiny little green people. Okay. Big brain, smart, take over the world. War of the worlds type aliens. I don't, I feel like they're a little bit more, like. We're going to be extinct. Who knows? I mean, that could totally... If aliens exist and they're on a war path, we're screwed. We're going to have a hostile takeover. Yeah. <laughs> we I are mean, not prepared. No. I am not prepared. <laughs> I mean, we can't even explore more than like 30% of the ocean. And we, you ha- we have people coming in and spaceships being like, hey, this planet, it's ours now. Like, what are we going to do? We haven't explored all of our own planet. Exactly. Like if if we're unable to explore our entire planet and people show up from a different planet, we still are not even close to putting a person on Mars. Oh, we're closer we put, than we were twenty years well, ago. We're closer to a lot of things than we were twenty years ago. But I mean, twenty years ago, FaceTime would have been totally like out of the question. Like <laughs> that was the Jetsons type stuff. We are living in the Jetsons. We are. I don't know about the floating cars and no, but the Zoom calls. Zoom calls. (laughs) Can we talk about how much bullcrap quarantine has given us? 
<laughs> meetings over Zoom. I had to go to my senior like meeting over Zoom. Yeah. And first school. Why? Why was I had why did I have to do that over Zoom? Because you weren't allowed to go in person. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was weird. I feel like, but it was such, we, it's not like I had a big class. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was weird. You it would have been better if there were aliens. It would have been better if there was aliens. <laughs> I would have had to sit through 30 minutes of filler talk. And, oh, congratulations. You mm-hmm. do something every American does. Most every American most people in the world actually high school i mean it is cool but like it's 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 different it's weird with with quarantine and everything you're not going to school it would have been the perfect time for an alien takeover yeah because i mean no one's prepared we were all at home we're we're vibing at home aliens could have came down you know what maybe they did come down we would have missed it because we were at home. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. We missed it. We, we missed, missed the aliens, people. We missed the alien takeover. Wake up, sheeple. We're missing the aliens. Get outside. Go do stuff. <laughs> go be. Go be human again. <laughs> That's. You know, I don't know. Quarantine was was a lot of bullcrap. Right? So, what is your favorite alien movie? Alien movie. Obviously, Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, can't go wrong with that. It's a total, like, bro 80s movie. Bro. Bro 80s. Like, bro. bro. There's an invisible alien that's blown off people's limbs. Bro. I feel like that would be more of, like, an accurate portrayal. And at, it's more accurate. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be closer. Maybe, than maybe. the movie Alien? Yeah. Xenomorphs? I don't know about that. Acid blood. Like, come on, people. What are their what are their bodies made out of if they're holding acid blood in their bodies? I'm telling you, fire in the sky messed me up as a kid. I, I can imagine as a child that, that is that a wicked movie. Very traumatizing. To not watch that as a young child. I was fine watching Predator and Alien. Those didn't bother me. Fire in the Sky bothered me. Of course, they're telling you that it's a real accounting Mm -hmm. of what actually happened. And they don't have that disclaimer at the beginning of Predator. (laughs) True. You know it. Uh, horror movies. I spent and, my whole childhood thinking that that could actually happen to me if I went outside late at night. You know, horror movies, alien movies, all this stuff gets a whole lot scarier when it says based off of real life events that actually happen. Yeah, it gets it's trippy. It gets mm-hmm. your mind all twisted. You're like, yeah, you get oh, paranoid. No. <laughs> Don't don't drive late at night on back roads because you will get abducted. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden your car is gonna die from an EMP. I would crap <laughs> myself if that happened. On like a deserted going, back road. Yeah, some back road in the middle of like absolutely nowhere. <laughs> you know, just cruising around, listening to my music, having a good time, and then just dead, bam, dead in the water. What are you doing? What do you do after that? 
<laughs> you run. <laughs> you run. Run. Screaming. <laughs> you're you're just gonna like walk up to like some random farmer's door at twelve o'clock at night. And they're and they're they're gonna end up shooting you. <laughs> exactly. What do you do in that situation? Because they're remote and they're not used to having crazy people knock on their doors oh, in what, the middle of the night. What the heck's going on? You hey. got three seconds. Get off my property, <laughs> right? I don't think that the that that's going to be much help, or at yeah. least that's what happens in the movies, right? <laughs> Gosh, dude, that that would be terrifying. I don't know. I feel like you know, country people would be willing to help if stranded, but Did there's not much they could do. You ever see the alien autopsy? You want back in the eighties? Yes. Did you ever see that? I watched, I've seen like snippets of it on like Instagram and stuff like that. I remember being glued to the TV watching the alien autopsy because I was 1000% convinced as a kid that it was real. I mean, if I was a child and saw that, I'd be like, bro, aliens are real. I'm getting abducted next week. I'm staying inside for the rest of my life. If you go back and watch it now, it is pretty laughable. Like it's hoaxy. Like like looking back now, especially with like technology and stuff like that, you're like, man, I don't know about that one. It's that's fake. It's it's very. It's just bad. It's horrible. <laughs> it's just bad. But I I you know I saw it when I was a kid, and yeah, I was just like. Cut up a rubber doll and shove stuff on it. I and was then, convinced at that time that the U.S. government had an alien and they're going to broadcast this autopsy to the world. They would never do that. No, yeah. Looking back now, you're like, that well, would never. The U.S. government would never release that kind of footage. And to be a kid and be so gullible. But I didn't have anybody telling me that it was fake. Yeah. It's, you know, with everything today, you have people that are either super, super hardcore. No, this is real. This actually happened. Or people that are just, you know, no, this is fake. This is why it's fake. Here's what actually happened. And then you have the people in the middle that just don't care. (laughs) Also, the movie Signs. The best alien movie. Other, other, I mean, aside from your sci-fi, mm-hmm. like hardcore sci-fi, Predator, Alien, Alien versus Predator, Prometheus, those. It was just a good thriller, Alien yeah. thriller. And it was, it was very much, you know, fire in the sky because mm-hmm. it was hometown. You weren't out in space. It yeah. was. It was like. It was believable. Mm-hmm. Now that one, I knew that one wasn't real because they didn't have a disclaimer at the beginning of the movie that told me it was. It was the only way you knew it was fake. No disclaimer that (laughs) this is actually going on. No disclaimer. It was still freaky, though. Yeah. They did the crop circles. They had long, scary figures that you only caught the barest glimpse of until the end of the movie. It was... It was a great movie. See, I think that's what, you know, it makes stuff like that absolutely terrifying is like the unknown, seeing only glimpses of stuff. I mean, it's like when you're in your room and you have a pile of laundry sitting on your chair and you're (laughs) half asleep and you start freaking out like, 
what the heck is in my room? Catch that at the corner of your eye. It was a very, it was very much a corner of the eye good thriller. It was good. It was good. I like that movie. That was that was that's a good. Who doesn't love Joaquin Aaron Phoenix? Exactly. Awesome. I mean, he did all kinds of stuff through his life. He's an amazing actor. He is an amazing actor. Any other alien movies? Other than like Spaceballs. Spaceballs, man. <laughs> uh, Spaceballs. Did you ever watch The X Files? I did not. You should go back and revisit The X Files. They still had some. I was watching The X Files mm-hmm. recently and they still had some episodes that held up in today. So they, they aged. Well, not all of the episodes, but there were there were several I don't, I don't that even, aged well. I don't even know what's going on in the X Files. Like, what do they do in the X Files? They investigate. Okay. Unusual things. Unusual things. Unusual things. Because so we're just the top because show. the truth is out there, and we have to find it. That was the X Files. I just so basically they were. A TV version of us, but we're cooler. <laughs> I don't know that we're cooler than Scully and Mulder. They we're, were fantastic. We're fantastic, okay, man. I love your confidence. I, you know what? This show's gonna take off. We're gonna be amazing. We're gonna make, you know, we're gonna make a difference in, you know, the supernatural community. <laughs> With our random tangents. Random tangents of supernatural. <laughs> Isity and cryptids and all kinds of spooky and interesting things. Yeah. So if you like talking about unusual happenings, supernatural occurrences, random off the wall stuff that our brains kind of fly off subject. Anything that you find interesting, you know, leave it down in the comments and we'll talk about it. If you want to hear us talk about it. If you want to hear us butcher any subject. Any ideas. We're here for you. Conspiracy theories, cryptids, ghosts, paranormal activity, anything. We are here for you. <laughs> but thank you, friends. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a like. Share this with everyone you know. Share with your friends, family, family. people you don't like, if you want to torment them. Yeah. Up to you. It's up to you. You know, your best friend, Joe, you haven't seen in four years. Slide this to him, too. We appreciate you. Thanks for sitting down with us. And we hope you all have a good night.